Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 2. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti al secondo episodio di Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Francesca. Io sono Ayla. E io sono Mark and we are delighted to be back again with another episode of Coffee Break Italian. Now, we hope that you enjoyed the first episode and that you've been reviewing your verbs since our last episode. We were looking at are verbs, regular are verbs like lavorare, cantare, mangiare, parlare. And hopefully now you can conjugate them beautifully in all six parts. We'll be taking this a little further today and looking at some more verbs. As we explained last time, we are going to start with a presentation of this new language and then we'll do some practice. So, Ayla, you can sit back, have a listen to our presentation and then join us a little later for the practice. Va bene? Sì, va bene. Now, Francesca, what was that expression that you said last time for let's get started? Mettiamoci al lavoro. Literally, put ourselves to work. To work, yeah. yeah. So, mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Last time we were looking at verbs ending in are. Before we get into anything of today's presentation, let's just go through a couple of things that we learned last time. So first of all, let's take that lovely verb to work. <laughs> How do we conjugate to work? Let's go through the whole conjugation and you can say this along with Francesca. Va bene. Lavoro, lavori, lavora. Lavoriamo, lavorate. Lavorano. And I hope you remember the stress there on lavorano, they work. Another verb that we looked at, and I think we looked at this in the bonus episode, and that was the verb to eat, a very important verb oh, for anyone yes. visiting Italy. <laughs> so let's go through the conjugation of to eat, which is mangiare. Sì. Mangio, mangi, mangia. Mangiamo, mangiate, mangiano. 
Okay, I eat, you eat, he eats, she eats, and, and, and so on. Let's practice something else here, because in the, the first season of Coffee Break Italian, we also looked at times, times of the day when perhaps shops open or trains depart and so on. So how would we say, I wonder if you can remember this, how would we say, I eat at seven o'clock? Think about that. I eat at seven o'clock. Francesca. Mangio alle sette. Alle sette. So at the seven, literally. So I eat at seven o'clock. How would we say perhaps I eat spaghetti at 8.30? Francesca. Mangio gli spaghetti alle otto e mezza o otto e mezzo. You can choose either one. So mangio gli spaghetti alle otto e mezzo or otto e mezza. I've got another tricky translation here because we have already talked about to be hungry. And that's actually to have hunger. Can you remind our listeners how you say to have hunger? Sì, avere fame. So how would you say I eat a sandwich when I'm hungry? I wonder if our listeners remember how to say a sandwich. Un tramezzino. Un tramezzino. So, I eat a sandwich when I'm hungry. Mangio un tramezzino quando ho fame. Perfetto. Now, all this time we've been saying mangio, I eat. But we could also say io mangio. And that's when we want to stress I eat. For example, I eat a sandwich when I'm hungry but you eat something different. So if I say io mangio, it's I eat. Think of that, I written in italics, it's stressed. I eat, but you do something different. So what's the word for you there in that situation? For you, it's tu. So io mangio, I eat, tu mangi. You eat, when you need to stress the you. So io mangio gli spaghetti alle otto e mezzo. Ma io mangio la carne alle otto e mezzo. Ah, io mangio gli spaghetti, ma tu mangi la carne. Sì. <laughs> so there we've stressed io and tu. And there are words, these subject pronouns, for all the people that we might be speaking about. How would we say he? Lui. Lui. So he eats. Lui mangia. But she eats. Lei mangia. So notice that lei, it's the same word as the euformal, but this time it would be written with a small l. Si. So lui mangia, he eats. Lei mangia, she eats. We've already covered lei in the formal sense, so euformal eat would be... Lei mangia. And there with a capital L, although you can't really say a capital L, it sounds exactly <laughs> the same as a, a lowercase l. And then what about we eat? Noi mangiamo. And again, that's when we're stressing. We eat, but you all eat. In that case, you all would be... Voi mangiate. So, noi mangiamo gli spaghetti, ma voi mangiate... Le lasagne. Le lasagne. (laughs) Okay, so, voi, you all, noi, we, and then they would be... Loro. Loro. 
Okay, sometimes when we're going through verbs, we may well hear io mangio, tu mangi, lui mangia, noi mangiamo, voi mangiate, loro mangiano. But we don't really need to use those no. subject pronouns at all. No, you can use them if you want to emphasize on something, as we said, or if you want to avoid ambiguity, Absolutely. for example. Perfetto. Okay. Now, we've we've talked about he and she and you, but what about it? Is there a word for it in Italian? Um, not in contemporary Italian. There used to be the word esso and essa, but we don't use them anymore. So you just use the verb without uh, the subject, really. Okay. And just while we're on this topic of words that are no longer used, I remember when I was learning Italian many years ago, we always had to learn Egli and Ella. Yes, that's what I learned in school. So but, that, that was he and she. Uh-huh. But we now use lui and lei. Lui and lei. But if our listeners have an, I don't want to say old grammar book, but... Uh, yeah, not, maybe a more traditional yes. grammar book. Sometimes you will see egli uh-huh. and Ella. Or in literature, you may well find uh, egli and Ella instead of lui and lei. Or in very formal Italian. Yeah. And I have to admit, I like lui better than egli because we don't have to use that tricky sound. (laughs) Was there the same with the plurals? Yeah, there used to be essi. Again, when I learned verbs in school, we would say essi, mangiano or esse. But again, nowadays, everyone says loro, Loro. which covers uh, masculine and feminine. Okay. Now, this episode, we're focusing on the weekend and what we do during the weekend, il fine settimana. Sì. So let's use some of our are verbs in that context. Okay. So, Mark, I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. Che cosa fai al fine settimana? What do I do at the weekend? Well, let's see. Lavoro sempre un po'. Quando posso, ascolto la musica. Qualche volta suono il piano. Ah, che bello. Mi piace mangiare al ristorante con la famiglia. Ah, ovviamente. Ovviamente, ovviamente. So, let's just go through those things again. I said, lavoro sempre un po'. Lavoro sempre un po'. I work always a little. I always got some work che to bravo. do the week. Oh. Uh, devo lavorare un po'. Uh, quando posso, ascolto la musica. Quando posso, ascolto la musica. When I can, I listen to, to music. And then I said, qualche volta, sometimes... Suono il piano. Qualche volta suono il piano. Sometimes I play the piano. E mi piace mangiare al ristorante con la famiglia. E mi piace mangiare al ristorante con la famiglia. So I like to eat in the restaurant with the family or something like that. I like to go out for, for lunch or for dinner with the family. Okay, it's your turn, Francesca. Cosa fai di solito tu al fine settimana? Va bene, allora, eh, di solito al sabato mattina incontro la mia amica Alessia per un brunch. Ok, let's hear that again. Di solito al sabato mattina incontro la mia amica Alessia eh, per un brunch. Ok, so a couple of words in there that our listeners won't know. Di solito, usually. Usually, sì. And then one particular time of the weekend. Al sabato mattina. So on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. then you use the verb incontrare to sì. meet. Who do you meet? La mia amica Alessia. 
So you meet your friend Alessia. Sì. Per un brunch. For a brunch. Sì. Okay, sounds nice. <laughs> okay, what else? Um, dopo il brunch passeggiamo un po' per la città e compriamo qualcosa. Okay, so this is dopo il brunch, after the brunch. Sì. Listen again. Dopo il brunch passeggiamo un po' per la città e compriamo qualcosa. This is interesting because we're using a word that we've come across before, per, in a different way. We've heard per meaning for, sì. but this time it's passeggiamo un po' per la città. Sì. We walk a little through uh, the town, sì. around the town. Sì. So per can, use, can be used in that different sense. Un, passeggiamo un po' per la città. Mm-hmm. And you also said... E compriamo qualcosa. Certo, <laughs> so we buy something sì. using the noi form. Noi compriamo qualcosa. Okay, qualcos'altro? E al sabato pomeriggio spesso cucino qualcosa di speciale. Ah, nice, okay. <laughs> so this is not sabato mattina, but sabato pomeriggio. Sì, afternoon. So on, Sunday af- on Saturday afternoon, sorry. Sì. Cucino qualcosa di speciale. I cook something special. Sì. Okay, and you use that word spesso in there. Spesso, sì, so often. often, okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe one more thing? Ehm... Spesso telefono anche ai miei genitori in Italia. Ah, questo è importante anche. Sì, se no sono guai. <laughs> so, I often phone, telefo- tel- telefono, telefono, okay, sì. the stress there, telefono ai miei genitori. Sì. So, I phone to my parents Aha. in Italia, in Italy. Sì. Perfetto. Now, Francesca's given you a little overview of some of the things that she does during the weekend there. But actually, in our bonus lesson this week, we have got a, a, an extended passage for you. We're going to be doing a little <laughs> bit of a listening test for you, where you can listen to the whole description of Francesca's weekend. That's coming up in the bonus episode. Um, I was thinking, Mark, something that our listeners might want to say when they talk about their weekend is maybe that they play a sport or a game. Absolutely. And that verb is a little bit different. A little bit. Not too bad. Not too bad. So the verb is... <laughs> giocare. Giocare. Now the I play form, so the verb to play, giocare, I play would be... Gioco. That's straightforward enough. Sì. It's nice and simple. You take off the are and add the o, o ending. Gioco. Now what happens with the tu form? Giochi. Now let's think about this. What do we know about the sound C followed by an I in Italian. If we were simply to add I to the root of the verb, as we've done with gioco, we added O to gioc, G-I-O-C. If we were to add I to G-I-O-C, then it would actually sound like gioci. Gioci, sì, like ciao. Yeah, because the C-I is a ch sound. Uh So we have to do something different to the spelling of this verb. Giochi is spelled... C-H-I. So the ending C-H-I, we put an H in, in order for the C sound to stay hard. Yes. Giochi. Aha, it's like mi chiamo. Esatto. So, gioco, giochi, the gioco form is C-O, but giochi becomes C-H-I. Sì. It, it sounds as it would normally sound, gioco, giochi, but we just need to add in that H in order for the C to stay strong. Then the he, she, or it form. Gioca. So, gioco, giochi, gioca. Any sì. change there? No. Okay. 
What about the we form? What do you think? Well, I think here we would normally be following the root, G-I-O-C, with an I for yamo. Therefore, we need to put in an extra H. Bravissimo. Giochiamo. Okay, so we play. Giochiamo. G-O-I-C-H-I-A-M-O. And then the you all play. Giocate, it's regular. And the they play. Giocano. Remember your stress there. So let's go through the whole of this verb and just think for the tu form and the noi form, the second person singular and the first person plural, that we need to put in that extra H. You can imagine the H in your head as you're saying this. <laughs> let's use our, our, our hand signals again. So gioco, giochi, gioca, giochiamo, giocate, giocano. Gioco, giochi, gioca, giochiamo, giocate, giocano. Perfect. Now, there are other verbs that work the same way that end in C-A-R-E, care. Uh, I'm thinking, well, what would be another verb that um, works the same way? Cercare. Cercare. To look for. Perfetto. Okay, good example. So, the same thing happens with your tu and your noi form there. It becomes... Cerchi e cerchiamo. And there's an H in there just so that the C sound stays strong. Cerchi as opposed to cerci. Sì. Cerchi and cerchiamo. Okay, See, makes sense. This happens with all verbs ending in C, are or G, are. Of course. So a word like pagare, for example. Sì, bravissimo. To pay. And if it were you pay, would be? Paghi, with H. So the H is keeping the G hard there too. Uh, Paghi. P-A-G-H-I. Otherwise, it would be Paggi, which doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really exist. <laughs> so, pago, paghi, paga. Paghiamo. Sì. Another H in there. Pagate, pagano. Perfetto. Okay, that's it for the presentation part. After the break, we'll be putting all of this into practice with Ayla. Here at Coffee Break Italian, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Vuoi fare un po' di pratica? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your Italian to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect, or in Italiano, la pratica rende perfetti. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian. A presto allora! Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, it's time now to put into practice what we've been working on. Welcome back, Ayla. Ciao. And how did it go? Did you feel you understood everything in the presentation section? Yes, I think I've got my head around it all. Excellent. Well, we're going to put you on the spot here because it's time to do some more conjugations. Let's look at some of these are verbs again and we're going to ask you to conjugate the whole verb. So let's start with Francesca. Which verb will we start with? Uh, let me think. Uh, mm, cantare. 
a nice straightforward one. Now, Isla, if you feel the need, you can sing this conjugation if you okay. want to. <laughs> so over to you. Let's hear the conjugation of cantare. Canto, canti, canta, cantiamo, cantate, cantano. Almost perfect. Well done. Just watch the stress of canto, canti, canta. The stress on the first syllable there. Okay. Canto, canti, canta. Then we we sing. Cantiamo. You all sing. Cantate. They sing. Cantano. Perfetto. Okay, Francesca, cantare was a relatively straightforward ari verb. Can you think of maybe something a little more complicated? A little more complicated. Mm, si, visitare. Ah, here we're thinking about stress. It's a bit si. of a stressful verb, this one. <laughs> visitare. Ayla, just to explain the stress in most of the parts of this verb, at least the first, second and third person singular and the third person plural, is on the first syllable. So okay. like, visito. Visito. Okay, so see if you can use the patterns that we've learned with the are verbs to conjugate the whole of visitare, meaning, of course... To visit. To visit. <laughs> non è molto difficile. No, okay. easy peasy. Easy peasy. <laughs> okay, so visitare, Ayla. Visito, visiti, visita. Visitiamo, visitate, visitano. Okay, Ayla, well done. But just watch your accent on the third person plural. Visitano. Visitano. It is a very tricky sort of pattern of, of sounds to get in there. Visitano. 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 Ayla, I know you're musical. I want you to <laughs> think of this as visitano. It's four semi-quavers, okay? Or okay. 16th notes for our American listeners. Visitano. Visitano. Okay, it's not visitano or visitano, but visitano. Visitano. Four semiquavers or four sixteenth notes. I hope that makes sense for some people. Going through the whole verb, visito, visiti, visita, visitiamo, visitate, visitano. So far we've had cantare, to sing, visitare, to visit. Francesca, think up a more complicated one to put oh. Isla on the spot now. <laughs> I don't want to be horrible, but I was thinking of... Chiacchierare, maybe? Oh, to chat, chiacchierare, a fantastic verb, chiacchierare. And there is something going on with that whole stress situation in this verb, isn't there? Uh, yeah. Give us, give us the first person. Okay, chiacchiero. So that's I chat, si. chiacchiero. So Ayla, putting into practice what you know already about Italian verbs, can you conjugate please for us? Chiacchierare. This is a really tricky one, but I'll give it a go. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, I chat. Chiacchiero. What's your stress there? Where's the stress? Is it at the start? It's at the start. So, mm. chiacchiero. Chiacchiero. Okay. You chat. Chiacchieri. And he or she chats. Chiacchiera. Perfetto. Si, okay. Brava. Very well done. <laughs> now, let's go on and do the we chat. Chiacchieriamo. Perfetto. Then you all chat. Chiacchierate. And the tricky one, see if you can get this right, they chat. Chiacchieriano. Uh, nearly, almost there. Chiacchierano. Chiacchierano. Si. Okay, so it's, the, it's those four semi-quavers again. Chiacchierano. 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 Okay, perfetto. Now, 
This episode, of course, is all about asking and telling people what we do at the weekend. We're using that context to practice these verbs. So let's find out what Isla does at the weekend. Isla, cosa fai al fine settimana? Well, usually I like to listen to music. So would the verb for to listen be ascoltare? Sì, molto bene, ascoltare. So if I was to say I listen, would that be ascolto? Ascolto, perfetto. So now I'll try the whole sentence. Ascolto le musica? Sì, almost perfect. Ascolto la musica. Ascolto la musica. 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 Sì. Perfetto. Okay, Ayla, what else do you do at the weekend? Well, quite often I watch a film on the TV. Okay, see if you can work that out in Italian. Francesca, could you remind me of the verb to watch? Okay, to watch, guardare. Guardare. So if I was to say I watch, would it be guardo? Sì, guardo, watch your stress, your emphasis, guardo. Guardo. Okay, guardo un film alla televisione. Sì, televisione. Televisione. Sì, bene. We could also say tele or even shorter, tv. And we can also have a different preposition, in tele or in tv or in televisione. So guardo un film in tv, in televisione, in tele or alla televisione, alla Tele or alla TV? Sì. Sei, possibilità. Sì, sì, sì. Okay. Right, one more thing. What else do you do at the weekend, Isla? Sometimes I cook dinner for my family. Okay, so the verb to cook would be, can you remember? Oh, nope, I don't remember. Do you remember the word for kitchen, the room of the house, the kitchen? Was it cucina? La cucina, sì. So the verb is to kitchen, if you like, cucinare. <laughs> Cucinare. Okay, of course, cucina is also a, a, a food, like the, la cucina italiana. Sì, sì. Italian food in general, or the, the Italian kitchen, whatever, <laughs> whatever comes from the kitchen. So, cucinare, the verb to, to cook. So, how would you say, I cook? Cucino. For my family. Per mia familia. Okay, just remember there is something very important about possessive adjectives in Italian. Imagine you're saying the my family. Ah, of course. So would I say per la mia familia? Sì, bravissima. Cucino per la mia familia. Cucino per la mia familia. Perfetto. I think one of the, the trickiest things when you're learning a language is putting it all together. You know these phrases and you know certain things, but then actually when you bring it all together, it's really tricky. But it's the best way of improving your range of vocabulary and improving your, your ability to manipulate the language by putting it all together in sentences like this. Cucino per la mia familia. Okay, let's just go back to cucinare. And I'd like you to conjugate cucinare, Ayla, but this time we're going to do it slightly differently. In this lesson, we've been looking also at the subject pronouns, the words for I, you, he, she, we, you, they. So what we'd like you to do, Ayla, is conjugate cucinare, but this time say io cucino and you cook and he cooks and so on. Va bene? Va bene. <laughs> How do you say I cook? Io cucino. Good. And of course, that's that's like really emphasizing I cook, not you, but I cook. <laughs> so I cook, io cucino, you cook. Tu cucini. 
Okay, tu cucini. Then he cooks. Lui cucina. Good. She cooks. Lei cucina. Brava. Lei cucina. She cooks. What about we cook? Noi cuciniamo. Brava. Noi cuciniamo. Then you all cook. Voi cucinate. Perfetto. And then the tricky one, they cook. Loro cucinano. Perfetto. Brilliant. Well done. And you got all the subject pronouns correct. Io, tu, lui, lei, noi, voi, loro. Aila, ho una domanda. Sono curiosa. Hai detto che cucini per la tua famiglia. Ma che cosa cucini? Allora, cucino lasagne, pizza, spaghetti. Okay. I'm going to be really, really nasty here, Aila. Okay. If you wanted to say I cook the pizza, what would you say? La pizza. Okay. Cucino la pizza. And what about I cook the lasagne? Cucino le lasagne. Perfetto. Cucino le lasagne. E poi spaghetti. How do you say I cook the spaghetti? Would it be cucino gli spaghetti? Bravissima. It's a tricky one, that. Gli spaghetti. Gli spaghetti. Okay, it's time to put a little more practice in with our verbs and we're going to do so with the help of some translation challenges. So once more, Francesca has made up some sentences in English for us to translate sì. into Italian. We'll give you some time to think about them and then, of course, we'll go through them together. Allora, Francesca, numero uno, per favore. Va bene. Numero uno, at the weekend, he works at the supermarket. Okay, so we know which verb we're looking for here. At the weekend, he works at the supermarket. I'll give you 10 seconds to think this one up. Allora, Aida. Al fine settimana lavora al supermercato. Wow! <laughs> al fine settimana lavora al supermercato. Brava! So, lavorare, the verb to work, becomes lavora. You could say lui lavora if you were wanting to be specific about he works at the supermarket, but I don't, for example. So, at the weekend, he works at the supermarket. Al fine settimana lavora al supermercato. Ok, numero due, per favore. Ok, numero due. At the weekend, we prepare a good dinner. Okay, so again, we're looking at another are verb here, to prepare. Sounds very similar to the English. At the weekend, we prepare a good dinner. Okay, Ayla, can you have a go at that one? Would it be al fine settimana prepariamo una buona cena? Sì, ottimo. Al fine settimana... Prepariamo una buona cena. I always think the word settimana is a good word for practicing the, the bounce on that double consonant. Let's hear it again, Francesca. Settimana. Settimana. It's almost like you close your mouth in the middle. You, you don't let any air come out. Yeah. Settimana. Settimana. Okay, so one more time, Ayla. Al fine settimana prepariamo una buona cena. Brava. Okay. Are you ready for number three, Francesca? Sì. Sì. At the weekend, Giulia and Francesco sing in a choir. Okay, we're still talking about at the weekend. At the weekend, Giulia and Francesco sing in a choir. We know the verb to sing, of course. 
Do we know the verb for the, the noun rather, the word for acquire? Mm, no. Un coro. Okay, un coro. Un coro. Sí. Okay, so at the weekend, Julia and Francesco sing in a choir. Isla, can you work that one out? I'll give it a go. Would it be al fine settimana, Giulia e Francesco cantano in un coro? Okay, molto bene, brava. Al fine settimana, Giulia e Francesco cantano in un coro. Okay, let's move on to number four. Numero quattro, at the weekend, you play football and it's a you singular. Okay, now this is interesting because it's using that word to play, which we looked at in our presentation section. And if we were writing this down, we need to think about something in particular here. See si. At the weekend, you play football. Okay, Ayla, let's work this one out. At the weekend. Al fine settimana. You play football. Giochi calcio? Almost right. In in Italian, you have to say you play at football. Okay, giochi a calcio. Perfetto. Molto bene. Al fine settimana, giochi a calcio. Okay, let's do one more. Okay, numero cinque. At the weekend, you, and this is a you plural, visit museums. Okay, so we're translating at the weekend, you visit museums. And it's the plural you. So, Ayla, can we go for this one? Al fine settimana visitate i musei. Okay, molto bene. Al fine settimana visitate i musei. Al fine settimana at the weekend visitate. That's the plural form and I'm pushing out with both hands as I always do with my verbs. Visitate i musei. Il museo, the singular, and the sì. plural form is i musei. Perfetto. Now that is where we're going to leave this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We hope that you've enjoyed practicing your verbs a little further and indeed learning the new content that we've included in this lesson. Now there's lots more available. You can access the video versions of our lessons, the lesson notes and indeed bonus listening content. And you can access that at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget you can practice your Italian by joining us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian or just search for Coffee Break Italian. E non dimenticate che siamo su Twitter. Seguiteci su Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Learn Italian. Allora è tutto per oggi. Grazie e arrivederci. Sì, alla prossima. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>